This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Hey, doing good. How are you doing today? I am blessed and thankful. Hallelujah. Let's do a sound check. Is my audio coming through okay? Yeah, I can hear you great. Okay, perfect. You ready to roll? I'm ready to roll. Okay, fantastic. Everybody, welcome back. Today is a live broadcast here on Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. i got special guest evangelist Jesse Jernigan with us. And uh, Jesse, you want to open us in prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you for this time. Um, We thank you for such a time as this, and um, this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And we just delight ourselves in you, O Lord, Um, and we just love you, we need you, we honor you, we worship you. We praise your mighty, mighty name. You are high and lifted up. We exalt you. And we just ask that you have your way on this broadcast. Um, We just decrease so that you can increase. And we just pray for freedom, for deliverance. We pray for wisdom. And we just thank you and praise you because it's all about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen to that. Hey, as we're getting started tonight, how are you and the family doing? We're doing good. We're blessed. We're thankful. Um, We're starting to hunker down for winter. Um, Winter's coming upon us up here in northwest Arkansas. So, you know, any day now. And so we're looking forward to the the change in the season. And um, we're just living um, thankful lives for Jesus. Praise the Lord. And how about you and your family? As you were saying, occupying till Jesus comes. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's We're exactly just occupying right. until he comes. Amen. Um, family, you're doing good. Praise the Lord. Typically, somebody's battling a sinus infection over here, and then one gets it, next gets it, and then it rotates. But uh, we've got a lull right now, so I praise God for that. Everybody's uh, healthy, and um, we're doing okay. Doing the same thing. I would say the same thing. You know, we're uh, just taking one day at a time with Jesus and um, doing fine. Praise the Lord. Uh, Jesse, for those that may not have heard you speak before, tell us about you and your husband's ministry and uh, any information you'd like to, to give out. Um, well, my husband and I um, are blessed and thankful. We were um, we were drug addicts, and we were living very rebellious and lawless lives. And God saved us and redeemed us. Um, and we used to actually do that together. Um, and now He saved us, redeemed us, and we do ministry together. And we're raising our children together. And um, we're blessed and thankful because it's all because of Jesus. And we have a ministry up here in Northwest Arkansas. It's Illuminating Light Ministries. It's a deliverance ministry. Um, and, you know, anything else the Lord wants us to do. But mostly we do deliverance. And so we're thankful for everybody that God sends us. Um, we're, we're blessed. Um, and we're just occupying until he comes and doing everything he asks us to do. Try best ability. I love the name of your ministry, Illuminating Light Ministries. And um, we'll give this out again later, but uh, if people want to contact you, is there a way they can do that? Yeah, actually, it's Illuminating Light Ministries at gmail.com. Um, also, the phone number is 361 510 7496. And so that's how you can get a hold of us here in Northwest Arkansas. Fantastic. Again, folks, uh, welcome aboard tonight. If you're just joining us, uh, we are live. And uh, you can tune in here on Mix and Alarm. Uh, reminder, if you haven't been to the website, omegamanradio.com in a while, check it out. There's a few other ways you could also listen. We do have blog talk turned on, so you can listen by phone at 515-602-9734. Also, that's on the website. Well, We'll get started. Jesse, the microphone is yours. Um, what would you like to share tonight? Take all the time you want. All righty. Um, I'm talking about tonight um, the Jezebel spirit. Um, it's uh, It's been very active lately, and so I decided it would be very fitting, um, and the Lord went ahead and put a really good teaching on my heart about it. Um, and so... That's what I wanted to talk about tonight, and uh, a bit of testimony of myself to start off with is, um, obviously, I was in deep, deep rebellion, um, which is as the sin of witchcraft, and um, very overtaken by the Jezebel spirit, um, to the extent of just complete and utter rebellion, and prison, and drugs, and um, sexual immorality, and and um, the whole the whole thing. And um, I'm so grateful that uh, God delivered me. He set me free, and He saved me. And um, and all and I got delivered of this spirit. And I'm thankful for that. Um, and I keep on guard in all my relationships against this spirit. I don't want to be in agreement with it, and um, and I would love to share what has helped me and what I've learned 
about this spirit and how this spirit comes to still kill and destroy, especially relationships, whether it's um, at church, in marriage, um, with your children, uh, friends, ministry partners, every single relationship, we all have to be aware and guard against the spirit in operation. And of course, Ahab as well, but, um, and Athelia, but tonight the focus is on, um, specifically the Jezebel spirit. And so the name Jezebel in Hebrew means untouched, untouchable, non-cohabitating, without husband, adulterous, base, licentious, which means immoral and lawless. This spirit is characterized by domination, control, and manipulation. Jezebel has picked off and neutralized unsuspecting leaders, ministries through sexual immorality, physical sickness, debilitating fear, failure, discouragement, and depression. She causes ministry burnout. The Jezebel spirit exercises a major role in the power of evil, even over our nation today. We see this in the feminist movement, in transgenderism, and so many other activist movements. However, Jezebel isn't only in operation in these antichrist movements. It is in the church, family, and maybe even you. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, Examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith, prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates? In Lamentations 3.40, the Bible says, Let us examine and probe our ways, and let us return to the Lord. In Psalm 139, the Bible says, You have searched me, Lord. You know me. You know when I sit. And when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. In Galatians 6, 4, the word of God says, But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. Then in Matthew chapter 7, the Bible says, Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you ye judge, you shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in your own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shall you see clearly to cast out the mote out of your brother's eye. This teaching is on the Jezebel spirit. However, my plea today as I teach on this spirit is for self-examination first. This in itself will wreck Jezebel as this spirit thrives on the lack of repentance and this spirit wants to keep you far away from self-examination. This spirit wants you to look at everyone else and their Jezebelic behavior. This is one of the tactics of this foul spirit. So I was going to say a prayer really quick. So Father, I just thank you. I thank you for your people. I thank you for everybody listening. And Lord, I just pray that your Holy Spirit touch everybody's heart. I pray that it, that your spirit will remove every beam, every log, every moat, 
um, out of the eyes of your people, Lord. I pray that every veil, that all deception, I pray that the walls will start crumbling down around the hearts of your people. I pray that these false walls of deception will crumble down in Jesus' name. I pray, Father God, that each person listening will begin to look at themselves, will begin to examine themselves and their behavior, Lord. And I pray that we will all be able to look within ourselves and to self-examine as your word tells us to. Let us take this time to look and to listen and to see if we have any wicked way that is in us, Lord. And we just pray that your spirit will help show us that we will confess it, that we will repent, and that we will be delivered. We love you, we thank you, and we praise you in Jesus' name. So the spirit of Jezebel seeks to destroy true worship, the family, morality, and the God-ordained role of male authority. It misleads and corrupts the church and seeks to neutralize the life of prophets, pastors, and other male authorities. This spirit is obviously genderless, as they all are, and works well through male and female hosts. Jezebel murdered and hated the word of God. Today, she kills off God's prophets or cuts off the influence of the true prophet. And as we know, that's how God speaks to us is through his prophets, obviously through his word too. But in his word, he said, I will send a prophet to speak to you. And so this is what Jezebel goes after. Jezebel is very religious. Her religion is idolatry. It's worship of false gods and the works done by one's own hands. In 1 Kings eighteen nineteen, we know that there were 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah. They ate at Jezebel's table. Jezebel was a very prominent supporter of religious works. In 1 Kings 19, 1-2, we see that Ahab told Jezebel everything Elisha had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Jezebel sent a messenger to Elisha. May the gods deal with me ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. The advocating nature of Ahab makes Jezebel effective. Jezebel resists and opposes godly authority. This spirit desires to control and exercise power over everyone. This spirit sets itself against the Elishas in particular. The Elisha spirit of the end times will stir up and expose Jezebel's spirits. This spirit is negative, sarcastic, rude, uses threats and intimidation, the spirit doesn't want you to submit to godly authority, wants to rule. It is jealous, envious, and loves to cause strife. It doesn't take responsibility and loves to twist words and blame shift. Attacks relationships, finances, health, and reputation. The intention is to make an Elisha leave his appointed God-ordained position where he belongs. This spirit is after your calling. This spirit is after your destiny. Now that we have learned some things about this spirit and we have prayed and asked God to show us of any wicked ways within ourselves, I would also like to pray that God shows us if this spirit is at work through others around us. If you are being attacked by this spirit, it's a good chance that it is operating through other people around you. It is always good to first self-examine and then repent. To remove any logs in our own eyes so then we can see clearly to help our brothers and sisters in Christ and our family members. 
First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. Ephesians 6, 12 through 20. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. As I continue this teaching, I recommend to remain completely humble and separate the person from the spirit. Continue to examine yourself and also be aware of those around you who may be operating in agreement with this spirit. In 1 Kings 19, 3-4, Elisha was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba and Judah, he left his servant there. While he himself went a day's journey into the desert, he came to a broom tree, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Jezebel causes fear, debilitating fear, debilitating discouragement, depression, and immobilization. This spirit, this spirit's purpose is to cause you to give up and throw in the towel. This spirit works with depression, hopelessness, and despair. 1 Kings 21, 5-7 Ahab's wife Jezebel came in and asked him, Why are you so sullen? Why won't you eat? He answered her, Because Naboth said, I will not give you my vineyard. Jezebel, his wife, said, Is this how you act as king over Israel? Get up and eat. Cheer up. I'll get you the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite. Jezebel controls by scorn and sarcasm, takes matters into her own hands. Jezebel usurps her husband's or her leader's authority, manipulates and controls leadership, goes after the position of leadership as a base to work from, uses power plays, lies, accuses, and manipulates, will even use a religious occasion to do the dirty work. She accuses others of what she has done. The Jezebel spirit is what the world calls a narcissist. This spirit is narcissistic. She believes that the end justifies the means. She condones sin, even murder, to get what she wants or what she believes is right. Jezebel is the cause of many abortions. Jezebel still commits murder even with her mouth. The words she speaks are hurtful and are intended to cause spiritual death. She sows seeds of doubt. Her words are sharp and they cut deep. When confronted, oftentimes this spirit, instead of apologizing, will project onto you. It will say that you are the one with the Jezebel spirit. This spirit in operation through people in your life will sow so many seeds of doubt with the intent to cause you to begin to question yourself. This is known as gaslighting. Never takes responsibility and will twist words to make its point. She takes away the vineyards, the ministry or fruitfulness of good men or women removes or neutralizes them, and kills their spiritual or physical sons. Second Kings 9.22 How can there be peace, Jehu replied, as long as all the idolatry and witchcraft are your, of your mother Jezebel abound? Jehu, his name means Yahweh is God, knows the roots. The roots of this spirit are witchcraft and idolatry. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and arrogance. Stubbornness and subordination is as iniquity and idolatry. As we know that that says in 1 Samuel 15, 23. 2 Kings 9, 30-31. Then Jehu went to Jezreel. When Jezebel heard about it, she painted her eyes, arranged her hair, and looked out a window. 
As Jehu entered the gate, she asked, Have you come in peace? You murdered your master. Jezebel uses seduction, womanly wiles, or sexual means to control men. When in operation through a male, the male would use flattery and also be seductive. When that does not work, this spirit uses shame, sarcasm, scorn, and arrogance. She was arrogant and sarcastic to the very end of her life. In 2 Kings 9, 32-33, it says, He looked up at the window and called out, Who is on my side? How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. Jehu said, Throw her down. So they threw her down, and some of her blood spattered on the wall and the horses as they trampled her underfoot. Jehu confronts without fear. He knows his authority. Do you know your authority? Do you know who you are in Christ? Is there some Jezebel spirits that need to be confronted in your life? Will you be like Jehu? The most effective weapon against the enemy is to be in right standing with God. The second is to know who you are in Christ. And in order for you to to know these two things, you need to know the word of God. Of course, this is meant for believers who not only believe but also make Jesus Lord over their life. Jezebel was thrown down and completely destroyed. Does Jezebel need to be destroyed within you? Do you need to repent? Come out of agreement? Ask God to show you. Ask him to help you. In 2 Kings 9, 34-37, it says, Take care of that cursed woman and bury her, Jehu said. When they went out to bury her, they found nothing except her skull, her feet, and her hands. They told Jehu, who said, This is the word of the Lord that he spoke through his servant Elisha. On the plot of ground at Jezreel, dogs will devour Jezebel's flesh. Jezebel's body will be like dung, so that no one will be able to say, This is Jezebel. Jezebel's destruction was so complete that she was unrecognizable. I prophesy complete destruction of this spirit in your lives today. Today, the Jezebel spirit is being thrown down, trampled, and completely destroyed in your life, in your marriage, and in your household. The hounds of heaven are being loosed for the complete destruction of every Jezebel spirit that is in operation. The Jezebelic curses on the bloodline are being broken and severed in Jesus' name. The cross of Christ is being applied and completely received into your life. Every sickness and infirmity caused by this spirit is leaving your body in Jesus' name. The destruction of this spirit in your life will be done to such a degree that you will be unrecognizable. It will be like you were a new creation all over again. Today, the Holy Spirit in you will rise up. You will agree instead of grieve with the Holy Spirit. The boldness and authority of who you are in Christ will be not only recognized, but embraced with action. You will be able to be like Elisha and Jehu, standing up in power in every Jezebelic relationship in yourself, in your family, in your church, and in your nation. God is saying, my people need to not tolerate this wicked spirit anymore. No more fear. No more fear of man. No more fear of rejection. No more insecurity. No more rejection. You are a child of Jehovah Gabor. It is time to stand up and be who I've called you to be. Today we are taking back destinies. We are stepping into our callings. We will no longer tolerate tolerate or placate these foul spirits 
We are burning up every Jezebelic web of witchcraft and deception in Jesus' name. We will no longer cower down and be controlled or manipulated. We will be bold and led by the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh. Revelations 2, 18 through 20 says, To the angel of the church in Thyatira, write, These are the words of the Son of God. I know your deeds, your love and your faith, your service and your perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. We can be tolerating Jezebel's spirit in the midst of good deeds, love, faith, servants, perseverance, and being busier for God than we have ever been. I was attending a church where this spirit was running rampant from the pastor down into the congregation. Now, obviously, it is more subtle. The pastor isn't going to be encouraging sexual immorality from the pulpit, pulpit, even though that is happening in the church with all of the pride pastors and whatnot. But it can be hidden and not so forward, even in your own church. Maybe when you're at church, these demons have you thinking lustful thoughts. It only happens at church. This same church that I'm referring to also drinks halal certified coffee. Food sacrificed to idols participates in New Age cleanses for health rather than a biblical fast. Jezebel claims to be inspired, to have a word from God, to be a prophet or prophetess. She begills into sexual advice. She is an immoral woman. She begills unto pagan practices, ways of the world alongside the things of God. Revelation 2, 21 through 23. I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling. So I will cast her on a bed of suffering, and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely, unless they repent of her ways. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches the hearts and the minds, and I will repay each of you according to your deeds. Jezebel is unwilling to repent. As a result of her sin, Jezebel will suffer. Others will suffer. Children will die. Jesus judges the heart and mind of his people, his church. This verse here is exactly why we left our old church. There was no repentance or acknowledgement on the halal coffee, on the new age cleanse. And God tells us we are not to tolerate Jezebel. We were not willing to commit adultery. This can be spiritually, for example, taking a new age cleanse rather than a biblical fast. Revelation 2, 24 through 28. Now I say to the rest of you and Thyatira, to you who do not hold to her teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you. Only hold on to what you have until I come. To him who overcomes and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just as I have received authority from my father, I will also give him the morning star. What is at stake is authority over the nations, the spreading of the gospel of Jesus Christ unto all the world. Elisha was one of the most powerful men in the Bible. He had a word from God for idolatrous Israel in that day. 
He challenged the people. Why hesitate between two opinions? If God is God, serve him only. The spirit of Jezebel will will oppose modern-day Elishas, who are preparing the way of the Lord. Therefore, one of Satan's end-time strategies is to stir up the spirit of Jezebel to challenge the spirit of Elisha and to rob the church of the work of Elisha. The church can expect an increasing assault of this foul spirit, Jezebel. Jezebel attacked and demoralized Elisha. So present-day Elishas will also be attacked for calling the church to faithfulness. God is preparing a new generation of spiritual leaders to challenge the prophets of Baal in our society, in our, in our church. These Elishas will, become, will be overcomers in their own revived lives. Hallelujah. Muster the army of the Lord and prepare the church for the return of the sun. Elisha challenged Baal, the rain god, the god of Ahab. As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years, except at my word. 1 Kings 17.1 Today, the authority of spiritual confrontation is needed. God wants to restore the authority of the church to look Satan in the eye and say, Thus saith the Lord, you shall not have dominion here because God is God. Jezebel seeks to destroy true worship. It misleads and corrupts the church and seeks to neutralize the life of prophets, pastors, and other male authority by any means, whether sexual enticement, physical illness, financial misconduct, debilitating discouragement, which we call burnout. Jezebel is out to destroy the family, morality, and God-ordained authority. This spirit is behind the disorder in churches and families, feminism, sexually moral lifestyles, and abortion on demand. The Jezebel spirit attacks, controls, dominates, or manipulates, especially male authorities, husbands, pastors, and bosses, but also female. When in operation in a male husband, the husband will control, is not a gentleman, doesn't protect, doesn't honor, and doesn't listen to the wife's needs or concerns. A husband needs respect and honor from his wife, and a wife needs security and love from her husband. Queen Jezebel usurped political and earthly authority in the kingdom. Jezebel in the church at Thyatira usurped spiritual authority. The ultimate goal is to conquer or neutralize. Again, the pastors, especially a discerning pastor, a discerning prophet, a discerning Christian leader is Jezebel's greatest enemy. So I pray that today will be confirmation for many who are listening. You've been seeing it, feeling it, knowing it. You just weren't sure what to do. Today is the day that you rise up and put your foot down against this spirit. God is saying no more. This is enough. It is time to take a stand against this spirit. It is time to have that conversation that you've been putting off. It's time to start that fast. It's time to apologize. It's time to admit. It's time to confess. Let Jehovah rise and the enemy be scattered in your life and in every relationship in Jesus' name. I prophesy every wall around every heart to come down now. All divides in relationships are being removed. If you truly love them and care, you will tell them the truth. You will be honest. Holy Spirit will help. 
Jezebel will cause their husband or wife to doubt their decisions, capability, manhood or womanhood, worth, etc. Jezebels will not submit to God's delegated authority. They control with scorn, sarcasm, sharp tongue, public humiliation, emotional outburst, nagging and endless demands. Nothing is ever enough. Jezebels are not always brash, overt, aggressive, or bossy. They may be more subtle, outwardly gracious, but just as determined to have their own way. Jezebels may resort to control by tears, fear, rejection, guilt, pouting, silence, sickness, or self-pity. Fear, insecurity, and self-preservation. Fear is the principal entry for the Jezebel spirit to vulnerable, threatened people. Jezebels seek to control in order to feel secure. Bitterness that gets into these wounds, especially against men because of abandonment or abuse. The spirit of Jezebel often takes up residence in a person after a wound from the past, usually rejection or insecurity in some form. Jezebels are tremendously subtle and deceptive. They intend to get what they want at all cost, but this intention can be cleverly disguised. Jezebels use flattery, saying what you want to hear, to win you over to their domination. Jezebels are masters of manipulation by guilt, gifts, innuendo, insinuation, undermining influence, or discrediting. They may exhibit false humility or submission while they feed their own pride and seek to get their way. Some Jezebels are very, very sneaky. They may dominate, control, and manipulate to gain their own agenda. This mocks God's ordained order because it is not true heart submission. It's just pretense. Jezebels use flirtation and womanly wiles. They are extremely jealous of anyone they perceive to be a threat or who gets close enough to influence someone they want to control. Jezebels are insecure and wounded with pronounced ego needs. They are trying to fill a love deficit. They seek continual affirmation and stroking of ego through position, being on the platform, occupying the spotlight, singing solos, holding key chairmanships, etc., Jezebels need to be popular, please people, be accepted and approved, be needed, be on the inside, or make others dependent on them. They seek security and the good opinion by others of what they do. They operate on performance-based acceptance. They are striving to prove something to themselves and others, to prove their worth, to get their emotional needs met, to feel good based on what they do. They are perfectionistic and legalistic. Jezebels always have deep, unhealed wounds from one or more sources. Rejection early in life, abandonment or emotional emotional remoteness by father or mother, perhaps by an illness, addiction, or premature death. Neglect because of birth order, loneliness, isolation, or rejection by significant others. For example, because of physical appearance, maybe. Resistance to authority because of bad relationships or bad experience with authority figures in school, government, church, or family. Correction done in the wrong way or abuse. They can emit jealousy into a room as they play one person against another. They are divisive and send separation and strife into the strongest relationships. Jezebels are proud, independent, and rebellious. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, which is control or knowledge through any other means than the Holy Spirit. Rebellion and an independent spirit says, 
I will not do it God's way. I will do it my way. I will get what I want and when I want. Jezebels exalt their own will above God or their God-given authority by emotional pressure or soul power. Failure to submit to God's control ends up in power, not of the Holy Spirit, to obtain their ends. This is witchcraft. If their intercession is motivated by a controlling spirit, it is witchcraft. We know that as soulish prayers. Stubbornness, insubordination, or arrogance is like iniquity and idolatry. When they flee from accountability, this is idolatry of self and pride. I will ascend and have influence. I am more important than you are. I am the center of attention and conversation. Pride also resists correction from anybody because of its insecurity in identity. The self is too fragile to receive correction in love. So they put up walls of separation, which are inevitably walls of deception. They use various devious means to avoid. Jezebels do not operate without an Ahab to enable them. Every Jezebel problem is an Ahab problem. <clears throat> Are you being an Ahab to someone's Jezebel? What did Ahab do wrong? He should not have abdicated spiritual leadership nor his responsibility as head of his house and his nation because his family and the nation were destroyed. The leader who will stand against Jezebel must have keen discernment in identifying spirits, a strong commitment to rightly divide the word of God, and a strong sense of submission to his or, own, his or her own accountability. God removed Ahab and replaced him with Jehu, who dealt with Jezebel. Pray for Ahab's to be healed and strong and released into the fullness of God's purposes for their lives. Much male and female rivalry is rooted in the control issue of the Jezebel spirit. Rather than believe God to give their husbands wisdom to lead the family in his God-given position, they take matters into their own hands by constant manipulation. In trying to get around God's order, they open up the whole family to satanic attack, fiery darts, because of the lack of order in the home. There is a... Um, process of maturity in the Jezebel syndrome because it is an addiction to power or control. If confronted early on, there is more hope for repentance. If it is fully matured and well entrenched, Jezebels typically refuse to see this about themselves. And without acknowledgement, there is no repentance. Jezebels often lack true repentance, which is confession and willingness for God to change what is revealed. And Thyatira, Jezebel was given time to repent, but she would not. Pray for the church to deal with the wounds, with grace and truth. Pray for the church to have the courage and discernment to confront this spiritual issue head on and call for repentance. Both healing and direct confrontation will be necessary to enforce the defeat of this spirit. Now, also, I wanted to mention that uh, after I was delivered from the Jezebel spirit, from coming off of the, the drugs and the deep rebellion I was in, um, my I, I got out of prison before my husband got out. And I waited for my husband to get out of prison for um, four years, three or four years after I got out. 
And so I got saved in prison and changed my life in prison. And then I got out and by the grace of God, I made it and survived and didn't relapse and go back. And I was redeemed and set free. And I began to build our home and get our children back and get the roots going for our home. And so when he came home, I had to guard against the spirit more than most situations because of the simple fact that I had built and established through the grace of God with the help of the Holy Spirit, the home. But I was the decision maker and I was the head while he was gone because he was in prison. I was the the one that was over my children. I was the spiritual authority in the home and whatnot and so forth. So therefore, when I got home, when he got home, I had to guard against the spirit. I had to to be humble. I had to give every opportunity for my husband to be able to make decisions, keeping in mind that neither one of us ever knew how to live a normal life. We never had had a normal life at all. Um, and so we were both learning. And um, by the grace of God, I ended up being the one that came out first and get it got established before him. So I had to teach him and I got saved first. And he got saved because I got saved. He wanted what I had. He saw the change in me and he wanted what I had. And so he he, by the grace of God, was saved, too. But nevertheless, that's why I had to guard even more so against the spirit, because I had to let him be the man. I had to encourage him. I had to encourage him and speak life into him so that he would have confidence in who he is. I had to honor him and respect him and make that very evident in my actions and my words and my behaviors. So therefore, he would rise up and be the spiritual authority. And so therefore I would not usurp and I had to train myself. I really did have to train myself to do that just for the simple fact that I was the spiritual authority in my home for so long. And, um, it was like passing on a baton, but slowly. And there was some retraining in that. It's just like, uh, muscle memory. It's even like when you quit cussing or you quit smoking, you, you've got to retrain what your hands are doing or what, what you've done. You've got to retrain your thing. And like when you get saved, even you don't think the same way you take thoughts captive and, and you have to train yourself. And God's telling you guys today, there's some retraining that needs to go on in your lives after the repentance, after the recognizing, after the conversations, after the confessions. And there needs to be grace for those who are in your lives that are operating in these spirits we need to separate this person from the spirits and realize the soul wounds and what's going on and what do they need if it's in a marriage do they does my husband need me to show respect and honor does he know that I'm honoring him and respecting him? Um, am I giving him every opportunity to lead? Am I usurping? Am I doing things without his permission? Am, am I making decisions? We all need to look at that in our marriages. Am, are, are we letting our children control us to a certain extent? Are we letting them run the show, make decisions because we don't feel like dealing with it? What, whatever it is today, God is saying you've got to retrain yourselves. You've, you've got to because you've done this for so long. You've let it go for so long that now there's a retraining that needs to, that needs to happen. And today is the day to begin that retraining in some of your lives. Hallelujah. And we are blessed to have the Holy Spirit to help us to retrain how we act, how we respond. We don't act from a place of rejection anymore. We are not afraid anymore. We will not grieve the Holy Spirit anymore. We will embrace the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit lead us and teach us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the next thing is we have to know who we are. We need to know who we are in Christ. 
when we know who we are and whose we are, then we can command the enemy to go. We have the grace, we have the favor, we have the Holy Spirit, and we have power and authority over the enemy. We have the, the Holy Spirit will teach us, will show us. God will give us dreams and visions and p- put people in our lives to help us. I'm so blessed and thankful to have uh, my spiritual parents that, that speak into my life, that, that help me, that I can call that'll be honest with me that won't tell me what I want to hear but that will tell me the truth some of you are still talking about your marriages or or about your children to the wrong people you're talking to people that are telling you what you want to hear and there won't be any change if you are doing that God's saying, stop talking to that person about these issues and start talking to those who will tell you the truth. Some of you are the ones that need to start telling the truth. Some of you need to speak up. Some of you are being controlled in certain relationships. Some of you have let it go too far. God is saying, stand up. I will help you. Don't be afraid that you are going to reject them because that's not what you're doing. You're holding them accountable. You're not allowing this spirit to operate anymore in Jesus' name. So also I wanted to say, um, I would like you guys to all... Look within yourselves and ask yourself, ask the Holy Spirit, are there any of these characteristics in my life? Any of them at all? Am I operating or acting in this way in any way, shape, or form? Am I submitting to my authority, to my husband, to my wife? Am I uh, to my pastor, to my to, to Jesus? Are we are we being obedient to the Lord and to the Holy Spirit? Are we grieving the Holy Spirit? And you can say right now, Lord, help me to see. Help me to see what I need to see. Because God is still saying, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. God wants to heal your land today. He wants to, to give you more ground. He wants to expand these things, but if you're allowing these spirits to operate and you're, and then that is going to stop that. It's going to stop that. He says, don't tolerate this spirit in your lives anymore. Don't tolerate it in your home, in your marriage, in your children, in your ministry, in your relationships. This spirit operates through soul wounds of rejection, like I mentioned before. Also through the bloodline. Oftentimes it's generational. Nevertheless, the soul wounds are there. The absence of the father or the mother in the home. Or watching your mother usurping authority over your father. Watching your father control your mother. The Jezebel spirit works right alongside with pride, with Leviathan, and also the kingdom of self. Specifically self-hatred. Because all of the nastiness that spews forth from the mouth, along with the pride and the inability to apologize or ask for forgiveness, the self-hatred demon will come right alongside and make you hate yourself. And that's a nasty cycle, and it's an extreme stronghold, and it can cause sickness in your body, autoimmune diseases, and whatnot, and so forth. So we are going to repent and take the first step and verbally repent. 
all who will repeat after me. You don't have to have every characteristic mentioned. You may only have a few or you may have them all. If you have any, go ahead and repeat after me. Say, I repent for control. I repent for manipulation, domination, arrogance, pride, sarcastic jabs, rebellion, idolatry, flattery, seduction, murder, violence, hate, jealousy, envy, strife, war, man-hating, woman-hating, scorn, selfishness, self-hatred, narcissism, gaslighting, and every other sin. Say, I break every Jezebelic curse in my bloodline. I do not agree with the sins of my forefathers, and I forgive my ancestors. Say, I forgive everyone who ever hurt me, controlled me, manipulated me, lied to me, slandered my character, took advantage of me, violated me. I bless them. I release them. I hold no charge against them. I sever every demonic soul tie with the sword of the spirit. I call my soul and spirit back to me, cleansed and sanctified by the blood of Jesus. And I send their souls and spirits back to them where they belong. I forgive myself for everything I've ever done. And I receive the blood of Jesus to cover my sins. I strip Jezebel of all her demonic armor, all insecurities, rejection, abandonment, neglect, abuse, rape, envy, jealousy, hatred, every lie that I have, that I've believed. And then we just command the demons to go. So get out in the name of Jesus. God's people are repenting. So let them go. Come on out, out in the name of Jesus. Go rape and abuse and envy and jealousy. We break your power in the name of Jesus. Get out in Jesus' name. We, we tear down your armor, Jezebel, all your demonic armor. We break your power in the name of Jesus. We bind the strong man assigned against each person listening. We bind the strong man. We break you of your power in Jesus' name. We forbid you from drawing power from one another from one another we sever your ties your communications in jesus name and we break your power and we command you let god let god's people go let them go come out in the name of jesus come out in jesus name we break your power jezebel you come on out in the name of jesus we break the power of seduction and murder sarcastic jabs rebellion idolatry flattery go out in jesus name control manipulation domination arrogance pride out in the name of jesus we break your power we break your power 
sarcasm, rebellion. We break your power in the name of Jesus. Strife, war. We break the power of the man-hater. We break your power in Jesus' name. Get out of God's people. Go, woman-hater. We break your power, too. Get out, scorn, selfishness, self-hatred. We break your power in the name of Jesus. We command to take all your diseases, all the diseases you've caused in these people's body to go now in Jesus' name. All infirmities. We break your power in Jesus' name. Go, hatred. Go, narcissism and gaslighting. We break your power. Get a Get out of God's people. Get out of their marriages. Get out of their homes. Get out of their children. We break your power. Get out of the church. We break your power in Jesus' name. Out in the name of Jesus. We break the power. Every soul tie has been severed. We command all the demons to go. Out in Jesus' name. All the highways and byways, the ley lines. We break your power now in Jesus' name. We cut the cords, all the cords of control. All evil memory recall. We break your power. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people, demons. We break your power in Jesus' name. Let God's people go. Let them go in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We ask that you send the hounds of heaven to eat up these spirits in Jesus' name. We, we command complete destruction on this Jezebel spirit in Jesus' name, that this Jezebel spirit will be unrecognizable in God's people. We pray this in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We throw Jezebel down off the wall. We dethrone you, Jezebel, right now in Jesus' name. Let God's people say, Lord, I submit my mind, my will, my emotions, my marriage, my household to the Lordship of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I command every foul spirit that is coming against that to come out now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So everybody just needs to rise up in the Holy Spirit. Rise up in the Holy Spirit of God. In the boldness. In the power. And in the authority. Those who weren't speaking anymore. It's time to speak. It's time to stand up. We break the power of all of the the um, debilitating fear. We break the power of the fear that Jezebel has caused. We break the power of all of the despair, the destruction in Jesus' name, the hopelessness, the hopelessness, the wanting to give up. God's saying, don't give up. Don't give up. Stand up. Rise up. I've given you all you need. You have my spirit. Rise up in my spirit. Don't give up. Don't look back. We're taking back our destinies today. We're taking back our callings. We're asking the Holy Spirit to help us, to help us speak up and to no longer tolerate this spirit in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, Holy Spirit, fill us up. Fill us up and lead us. Guide us. Show us. Teach us how to have godly relationships. Teach us how to have a good godly conduct teach us how to love we pray for first corinthians 13 love in all relationships in jesus name we pray for the fruit of the holy spirit to replace every jezebelic characteristic that we have had in our life we ask that you heal the muscle memory help us retrain our thinking retrain our our words how we speak how we conduct we break the power of rejection we break the power of insecurity and fear we break the we break the power of being afraid that someone else will be rejected if we correct them even in love we break the power of fear of man get out of god's people in jesus name god's people will take a stand against this foul spirit we will not be controlled by this jezebel spirit anymore in jesus name 
We thank you, Father God, that you're helping us walk this out. Teach our hands to war and our fingers to fight. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We love you. We honor you and we worship you in spirit and in truth. How I be thy name, Lord. We love you. We bless you and we need you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, This is one of the greatest teachings I've ever heard on the subject of the Jezebel spirit. Powerful teaching tonight, folks. I encourage you out there to share it with everyone you can. And um, I've seen the spirit in operation, uh, not only in women, but also in men. And I know that the uh, spirit is usually associated with ladies, but I was doing deliverance one time, Jesse, with a brother in the Lord, and the demon manifested. I said, what is your name? He says, my name is Jezebel. I said, Jezebel. <coughs> Turns out he had 13 spirits in him. <coughs> and we didn't get them all, all out. And uh, I asked it. I said, Jezebel, what do you have as an issue with the head covering? Why do you hate it so much? And the spirit said, because I want to be their covering. And that's a controversial subject. A lot of people uh, don't agree with Paul's teaching. Of course, it's in the Bible. I, I agree with it. That uh, when you mm-hmm. pray and prophesy, as a, a sister in the Lord, you to have uh, a covering over your head, a scarf, a hoodie, a hat, towel. And uh, what is the reason for that? Because God created ladies to have long hair. Your hair is your glory. You cut your right. hair, you're cutting off your glory, basically. Um, and when you put the covering over the hair, that represents power on your head. You do it because of the angels that look down, Paul said. But what it is, it's a symbol into the spirit world that you as a woman of God are coming under the headship and protection of the, uh, well, the the husband is the head of the woman, Christ is the head of the church, but you're coming under the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, you're submitting to his will. You've humbled yourself, and you get power uh, as a result of obeying the Lord's word, and I've seen it work in deliverance. I've seen stubborn spirits that would not come out without the... Uh, submission of the word of God the head covering on you know a scarf over the hair as you pray and prophesy when you're done you take it off but I've also seen it in men uh, who are wearing hats and they're not supposed to have their head covered and that can be long hair but also you know everybody knows even the military if you go into a, a building you're supposed to take what they call the covering off your hat going to church it's uh, it's shameful for a man to have his head covered uh, well praying and prophesying too and this may be a strange doctrine to many, but it's over there in, in Corinthians. You can read about it. I've heard Derek yeah. give a, a talk on it. And uh, I was praying with a um, a lady, and we got only so far. And there was something blocking the deliverance. And uh, we asked her if she would cover her head, and she did. And then the demons began to come out. I was praying with a man one time. Got only so far, and then the Holy Spirit prompted me to ask him uh, if his head's covered. And he said it was. I said, take your hat off. He said, okay. He had a ball yeah. cap on. Then we commenced deliverance and the demon came out. 
Now that's just one small facet, but I wanted to of this teaching. I just want to throw that on there. You know, when we talk about rebellion, you can have rebellion to the Word of God, folks. We got people living in sin, yeah, in fornication, adultery, and they think it's okay with God. God doesn't really worry about. It. No, it, it says. Do you not know that if you do these things, I'm paraphrasing, uh, you will not inherit the kingdom of God, and whether it be fornication, adultery, drunkenness, homosexuality, there's a whole list. And yeah, it even says uh, the fearful and unbelieving. It even says fearful and unbelieving. Actually, that. that's at the front of the list, isn't it? Yeah, those are the first two two words in there, fear and unbelieving, fearful and unbelieving. Folks, that's a whole other teaching. We want to get free of fear because the fearful... Well, I'd inherit the kingdom of God. A lot of people are bound up in fear. I was bound up in fear for a while. And I said all that to say this. That it's a spirit of rebellion. Rebellion is as a, of the sin of witchcraft. It can take many forms. I've seen the Jezebel spirit in both men and women. We need to be mm-hmm. on guard against it. Of course, the spirit of Ahab too. Yeah. And uh, this teaching you brought out tonight is powerful. It's uh, one of the best I've heard on the subject. And we don't have a lot of people teach on this some think if you do it well you're you know you're anti-women and uh, not at all not at all this is a spirit jesus mentions it in the book of revelation it's one of many spirits out there that can get into people and the, the key with it all is we want to get set free of anything that's unclean and i hope you prayed that prayer tonight uh, powerful teaching jesse spell your name for the people that are tuning in have not maybe heard you speak before um, my name is Jesse. It's J E S S E, just like a boy. And my last name is Jernigan, J E R N I G A N. And also, um, we're very active on Facebook um, to you know a certain degree. And um, so our Facebook is Charles Space. The letter N, space, Jesse, J-E-S-S-E, Jernigan, J-E-R-N-I-G-A-N. You can always uh, catch us on there, um, on Messenger or Facebook. That's the, um, I just use that a lot because I like to, um, I, I use it as a, t- a tool for evangelizing, and it's especially powerful for um, people from our old life, from my husband and I old life. So people we grew up with that know the old us, you know, and so it's um, it's a powerful tool for that because we can stay um, connected and we can give our testimonies and people can actually see through the Facebook, since we don't live there anymore, um, you know, the change and in hopes of um, them wanting what we got, which is which is the blood of Jesus, and a covenant with, with our Lord, and, um, and you know, a, an abundant life in Christ Jesus and His grace and mercy. And um, we are the redeemed of the Lord, and um, we are thankful, and we just get want to give our lives to Him. And so, yeah, that's how you spell our name, and I wanted to add the Facebook thing. Oh, yes. I just want to make sure, because I, I wasn't sure if you spoke with uh, J-E-S-S-E or with an I-E. Um, now, Jesse... Y'all have a powerful ministry. Uh, is there a way also people can email you, and is there a way they can support your ministry? Um, yeah, that would just be through the Illuminating Light Ministry. Um, Illuminating Light Ministries, IES, 
at gmail.com. And um, we're hooked up to PayPal with that. Um, I believe Zelle is hooked up on that. And um, and that's all. So that's PayPal, how you get us on there. Illuminating Light Ministries at gmail.com? Yes, sir. Okay. Send me a text with that just so I have it spelled right. And I'm going to put that in the show notes. And uh, Jesse, what would you like to title your message for the archive tonight? Um, taking a stand against the Jezebel spirit. Fantastic. Uh, great teaching. Uh, you're a great speaker. God's blessed you. And uh, Charles with a great ministry. Uh, do you also speak at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp? Yeah, I have actually. I've uh, Charles and I both have had the honor to speak from Lake Hamilton, and we go every time we're able to, which um, we've been able to go all year this year, and um, we're actually fixing to go like next week. Um, oh, wow. We're not speaking, but we're on the prayer team, um, so we love it. We absolutely love it. That is fantastic. Uh, I've never been able to get there in person, but i followed them for many years. And, folks, if you're not aware of LakeHamiltonBibleCamp.com, check them out. Not only do they have great meetings you can be a part of, but uh, they've got one of the biggest, probably the biggest, um, deliverance audio vault in the world. Um, I encourage everybody to go check it out and load up on them. You can, you can order their uh, tapes and MP3s, etc. from there. Well, Jesse, thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, God richly bless you and your family. And uh, I apologize. I lost connection with you and Charles. I went through a lot of changes here on the program this year. But I'm getting back up to speed. And uh, I'm not going to lose you all this time. So get ready for another message. And uh, I'll contact you. And we'll set up a date that works for you. Would that be okay? We'd love to have you back. Yeah. Absolutely, we would love that, and and Godspeed on you, and the, and I just speak life over you and bless you in Jesus' name, and pray that you um, for your health and your home, and that all that sinus yucky ucky stuff Ooh, will be yes. out in Jesus' name. I Hallelujah. That. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> we love and appreciate you, Jesse and Charles. Uh, God bless you both. Happy Thanksgiving to you, and uh, folks, if you come in on late, uh, we'll get this up here uh, in the next hour. And uh, I'll get you a copy, Jesse. And then I encourage you to share it with everybody you can. And uh, God, Richard, bless you. We'll see you next time, Jesse. Okay, absolutely. Thank you, Shannon. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Folks, we don't do a lot of teaching on Jezebel. And want to get the opportunity? I have to play this song because it matches with the title, Great Teaching by Jesse Jernigan, the best I've heard on the subject. And uh, it's time to get set free of your demons in Jesus name I encourage you also to check out my website omegamanradio.com God willing we'll be back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern
This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons, tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Before we go, um, I have made this announcement a week or so ago. Beginning January 1, we're going to go to a new schedule. And what we're going to do is we're going to transition back to PM broadcast, although I will still have uh, two shows in the AM. Essentially what I'm going to do is um, we're going to have a broadcast from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern. We'll start with Speak My Word and then We'll have a guest in the AM slot that will usually be an international guest because uh, AM in America, early AM is still afternoon in uh, Europe and uh, good for, for example, Michael Cummins and uh, David Measures and Elvis Newhart, three of our international speakers. But then um, we'll be back in the evenings from 7 to 10. So 7 to 8, we'll have a a guest, and then 8 to 10, we're going to have a guest with the Demon Hotline. So an opportunity to have uh, three guests, plus speak my word, plus open lines every day. And uh, with that schedule, I've got enough time to you know, get about seven hours of sleep in between the shows. I'll be doing good with that. And um, we can do the best of both worlds, AM, PM. Three guests today, the Word and Demon Hotline every day. That would be my goal, Monday through Friday. I've got to get a few other people lined up so that um, and organized so we could do the Demon Hotline daily and have some help with it, but uh, working on that as we speak. That would be the new format. Four shows a day, beginning in January. 20 a week, that's 80 a month, live broadcast. We'll be doing more Demon Hotline than ever before. So uh, I'm excited about that. That will start uh, January 1. Okay. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, if you have not yet signed up to our Substack mailing list, I encourage you to do that. That's the primary way that I have to contact people other than this show because I'm not on Facebook anymore. And uh, with that, at least I can stay in 
in contact with you. And if there's any goodies I'm going to send to you, I'm sending it to people on that list. I have some things to send. Substack.com, that's omegaman.substack.com. You can always get these links from my website, omegamanradio.com. Don't forget, subscribe and download the MixLR and the Podbean apps. They're free. If you set up a free account there, you'll get alerted when we go live, and you can listen from anywhere in the world from your smart device. You can still go to our website, of course and uh, listen from the website or from a web address on a computer. With Podbean also, you've got the opportunity to uh, get alerted when we've got new programs that have been uploaded and download those to your phone. And uh, it also works from a computer. So all these are smartphone and web-based. And um, if you want to keep in contact with us, be alerted when we've got shows and new programs, or any alerts, those are the three ways uh, that you want to be connected with me. Of course, OmegaManRadio.com, check it once a week. When I do updates, I'm going to put them there. And if there's been any change in terms of ways to tune in, schedules, what have you, new new uh, updates like I just put on there that we've signed up with Kick. I'm experimenting with that now. You'll see links to that on the website. Also links to download these apps, so there you are. You can email me, omegamanradio at protonmail.com. I do appreciate all of you that tuned in. Thank you for all those that support this program. And uh, please share these shows with a friend. Invite someone to come out. We need your help to get the word out. Uh, there's 8 billion people we could potentially reach and um, need your help to connect with them. Okay, I saw someone just sign up for Substack. You're good to go. You'll be on that list, and I I don't spam you or anything. You might not even get one email a week from me, but uh, if if I send you something that will be important, maybe to remind you, we've got open lines if you need prayer. i send you an e-book that I've come across. Um, What else? Um, Give you any update that I think that you would appreciate if you're a follower of this program and want to stay connected and up to date. Folks, thank you for tuning in. I love you all. I'm going to get out of here, and uh, I'll see you back again tomorrow. And uh, if you missed the earlier shows today, we had Michael Cummins. We had Frank Marzullo, Jr. and Tommy Hollihan. And that was Jesse Jernigan. God bless Evangelist Jesse and Charles, and we're going to get their program uploaded here in just a moment. God bless you all. Father, God bless all that tuned in today. Bless Jesse and her family. In Jesus' name, amen.